0: But it is what is up, what is good, gamers? Shonuff71, aka Doolamite. purple bling bling, y'all. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 212 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. And of course i'm not in the digital studio alone along with me i got my partners in crime first on deck it's dez aka the bay area terror aka the high res lover that's me aka the cat daddy aka that gamer step daddy what's going on man
1: hey not much uh just as always here to talk about games With all you fellow gamers, really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us yak about games. Also, happy Juneteenth uh, to those who celebrate. Uh, It is Juneteenth. um, And for a Juneteenth celebration, I went out and saw The Blackening. Um, It is a uh, black horror movie, uh, a slasher film. Uh, in which everyone in the movie is is black and so the 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 whole thing if you haven't seen the trailer is that they're going to uh they have to play this game and uh these these kind of like how black are you type games and one of the games is because they're all black um (laughs) they have to they have to choose who was the blackest and then send them out to be killed, and then the and then the uh, and then the uh, the 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 evil killer will uh, let them go. So it's it, it it was pretty funny. It's more it's more funny than anything. They don't it's not like they, they don't do a ton of uh, you no know, jump scares, and it's not it, it it's all for the for, for the fun of uh, for the fun of it and and putting it putting you know that the kind of black uh, experience in horror movies you know you know being funny with it and 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 making making folks laugh so it's more of a it's more of a horror comedy than anything you know and you know just i I really enjoyed it i I thought it was fun you kind of just turn your brain off and just allow yourself to you know experience the silliness you know going on with it so i don't want to spoil it but um i definitely think that it is worth uh seeing if you want to go Now, a movie I I, I also saw that I think is probably, I mean, not worth seeing, and I'm going to be brutally honest, is The Flash. Saw that movie, and I was pretty disappointed with it, uh, with with what I saw. Um, It just seemed like, um, if you're a comic book fan, then you've definitely seen this type of story uh, before uh, done uh, a lot better. By 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 much you know, more talented individuals. I was um, the cameos notwithstanding. You, you the movie just was not that good. So um, you can make a an, an argument um, that hey, you know it's 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 uh, DC. They're trying to trying to do something, yada yada yada. But um, on the whole, it just just, just wasn't a very good movie, and I was, um, I was in it to win it at the beginning. Like I was, I was really trying hard to, um, I guess I don't want to say enjoy myself because you really shouldn't have to try hard to enjoy yourself when you're at a movie. But, but, um, while I was watching it, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. This is fun. But as the, as the whole thing kind of, um played out in 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 my mind after I'd seen the movie and the and the cameos had worn off and the spectacle of the whole thing had worn off. it's It's just a mediocre movie. so um I mm-hmm. think you could definitely uh, do better uh, with with this movie and and I honestly believe that the reason why it was put out uh, was because they had spent over two hundred million dollars, you know, to make the movie, and they just could not take uh, that big of a hit. Um, by, by shelving it and not putting it out. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, I just, I really believe that that's, that's why we got this moving. You know, it had been, it had been on the shelves for so long. They were trying to do it for so long, but, um, but yeah, it just, it just, for me, it just fell flat. So, um, but again, if you, you know, want something to see, you know, go out and see it, you know, have you know, go to a matinee, check it out. If you're a Flash fan, you might enjoy it. I doubt it. Um, but now if um, you're a
2: Flash fan, you should have better taste then, right? It sounds like.
1: Well, I mean, sometimes people... Uh, th- th- there's something to be said about people just wanting to see something because it, it's their favorite character. And regardless of what they, what happens, they just want to see that character, you know, get some love. E- e- even if it's, you know, not the type of love that that, that character should be receiving. <laughs> so but I, I honestly would say you're better off just watching the CW's flash to be completely honest. And that's just not me being hyperbold, It's just the, 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 the CW flash did something very similar, uh, that this movie did and they did it just 100 times better. And that, that should tell you something about it, you know? So I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but it definitely is a, uh, a different movie than, than, um, than I was expecting. Although I should have been super, super, um, I should have known better. It's kind of one of the things it's from an old guard at DC. Um, that, that just doesn't, that's just, does not, um, around anymore. Like they're, 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 they're not around anymore. It's from that, that Zack Snyder era of DC. And, and even that, you know, was not, was not all that good. So so yeah, um, also doesn't
0: help that Ezra Miller's batshit crazy in real oh, yeah, life. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and that was one of the things that kind of was was in was in this movie is uh, he didn't do any press for it or they didn't do any press for it, and uh, it was just kind of like, you know, they showed up did did the red carpet and and that was it. So, um, and while they're a good actor, um, they're they. I thought that they were miscast for Barry Allen from the, from the jump though, from the jump. I, I, I thought that they were just a really poor Barry Allen. So again, I, I, if you want to go see it, you could do worse, um, than spending your money, um, to see this movie. out. Yeah. There's, there's
2: the, just, uh, there's supporting cast. Say it again. Be- Is the supporting cast a little bit better between what Michael Keaton and then, uh, the Supergirl.
1: Well, Well, Michael Keaton got the got the got the shaft in the whole thing because uh, once uh, once everything kind of went down, you know, and uh, and Ezra Miller kind of went a little crazy and the leadership changed, they were like this was supposed to change up all of the change up all of the DCU's um, universe. Like this was supposed to be the start of something new, something fresh. And and it just. And that Michael Keaton cameo was supposed to lead into Batgirl because he was supposed to take over for um, uh, as as the Batman. There was supposed to be two Batman. It was supposed to be one universe in which Supergirl and Bruce Wayne, um, uh, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne lived. And that's that was supposed to be the universe that was left over after Flash did his shenanigans but they changed all that, and that Michael Keaton was in the Batgirl movie, and the the original uh, ending, uh, secret ending, was supposed to be um, Ben Affleck's character, Ben Batman, uh, being lost in time and uh, or being lost in the multiverse, and uh, Flash had to go find him. So that was supposed to be one of the big, the big sort of reveal. Um, but all that got, all that got scrapped. So it just, we, we got this kind of train wreck that we got instead. So again, um, lots of coulda, woulda, shoulda's, lots of, you know, this could have been better. That could have been better. But at the end of the day, it's just, it's just a mediocre movie, you know, 100%. It's just, it's just mediocre, you know? Um, I definitely would have seen it. I would have definitely seen it on a matinee if I had the chance. I would have seen it as a matinee,
2: but. But I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. I'm going to go see it in 4X and have like, you know, water thrown in my face or whatever. No,
1: do not see it. He does (sighs) win over water at some point, though. But but that was just a long way to say that, you know. Save your money. (laughs) That. But that's it for me. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, uh, you can you can introduce Joe now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. And of course, our show's no go without Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar? How to it be.
2: It's good. Um like in my last desperate throes of my week off and, uh, I don't want to go back to work, but, uh, you know, Hey, it is what it is. So,
0: you know, none of us do,
2: of course I enjoyed my week off though. Surprisingly, I, you know, beyond we'll talk about in the news as far as all the, you know, Jeff three, you know, whatever you want to call it, all the summer games feasting on there. We'll talk about like Ubisoft and Capcom and what that whatnot, but, uh, just getting some stuff done around here personally so just uh getting things clean and getting things organized uh doing a lot of dog walking you know doing some games but i, I could have like played games the whole entire time maybe i'll do that tomorrow we'll see so
1: maybe
2: are you off? watching are you still mm-hmm. off?
1: are you still off tomorrow
2: yeah because of juneteenth of course i oh, yeah. celebrate oh, juneteenth I've... so
1: yeah i wasn't sure how have you been kev
0: Oh, not bad, not bad. Uh, just been doing, working, working my little side mm-hmm. hustle, and trying to doing some more research with that. Looking to scale it up a little bit, hopefully in the next few days. But uh, other than that, um, tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. Haven't really been able to get a whole lot of gaming in, but um, but yeah, uh, pretty much about- uh,
2: doing okay. You talk about your little purchase. I know you posted down the Discord well, last night, so
0: well I'll throw the, I'll talk about that on what is always our first topic on a docket. That being the playlist. So alright, uh alright, Dis, why don't you kick things off? What you been up to, man? What you been playing?
1: Uh the only thing that I've really been playing in any kind of consistency has been uh Diablo. Uh Diablo four great game i've been really enjoying uh the characters that uh that they have that they that they have like each character can be played so many different ways that um you kind of stick a path and you go through it it was great i kind of had to you know work with joe to kind of refine you know his build because he was just doing everything and anything um which is fine you know you can definitely do that but Diablo is very uh, how you create characters is very it's a very linear uh, progression. You know, you pick one skill from a from a selection, and then you pick another skill from a different selection, and so on and so forth until you know you have a build that synergizes with <clears throat> excuse me everything else that you're that you're doing. So that's that's kind of one of the quintessential uh, things that you do in. diablo and um i've played a couple of characters you know here and there and the one that seems to have really resonated with me the most is the sorcerer so i made a sorcerer and have been uh i level i think i'm level 36 or 37 and uh have been super uh like focused on trying to get, uh, trying to get past, try, trying to end the game because when you end the game or when you beat the game, you can then, um, uh, move your characters, uh, up quicker, um, to, uh, to, to higher levels. So, so there really is no, no reason to, to wait really. Um, uh, unless you really want to just kind of play through everybody because when you unlock certain, um, certain, uh, there's certain uh milestones that you get that are uh unlocked uh they're unlocked um uh, account wide so all of your all of your characters have have access to certain skill points and certain stuff so each of your characters will start out uh a little bit stronger that way it's it's easier for you to get to nightmare dungeons and such and such but you still have to go through a couple of things to and and find a couple of um like all the waypoints and stuff like that and you get renown and stuff. So, so there is a reason to uh, continue to play the game, um, with the secondary character, but you just don't have to beat the game, you know? And I think that's kind of a, uh, interesting way that they did it. Um, but, but yeah, I've, I've really been enjoying it. I've been playing a lot with, uh, our friend Christian and definitely with, uh, with Joe. Um, uh, Ace Black has come in a couple times, so I haven't seen him in a while. Ace, if you're listening, we would love to play with you some more. So if your time permits it, you know, please, you know, come on up, come on in. Let's play some more. Kind of curious to see how far you've gotten. Um, But but really, that's pretty much the only game that I have, you know, really just kind of stuck it out. and been playing most 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 of the time. Uh, the only other game that I played, which was great, we had a, we had a birthday party for a good friend of ours, uh, Saturday, um, and we all went out, you know, to, to the Chiroscura restaurant, um, and had some pretty good Brazilian food, um, which was, which was fantastic, and then, um, we all came back to our house and had cake and stuff, and then I, I broke out, uh, Super Mario, Super Mario Party All-Stars, or Superstars, and we played that. And it was the it it wasn't the first time that I turned on my switch in a long time, but it was the first time that I played that game in a long time. And it was it was so much fun. You know, I was just we just, you know, got a four player game going. We had the little we we, we took the sides off of because I have two switches. So I took the sides off of. Uh, my OLED switch and then the old switch that I had. And so each one had one of those small baby ass controllers <laughs> that we were using. So that was kind of funny. And so we were using those baby, those little baby controllers in order to play. And um, and it was pretty fun. We we sat around uh, and we played a 30 minute round on the first the first level. And then we played a 45 minute round. On on the space level and and it was just a lot of fun you know um, the the games that they put in there are just super they're super enjoyable so I had a, I had a really good time um, I didn't win any of the times that, that I played which is <laughs> fine you know you're not you're just there to just there to you know play with your friends you know and if you and if you win fantastic if you don't oh well but you know at the same time you know you definitely want to win but. <laughs> But, um, but other than that, it was just really fun. You know, I, I, there is a reason why those games are so popular. Like, there's definitely a reason why those games are so popular. And, and I, I, I had a blast. So, so, um, I might actually, you know, um, if you all have, if any of our listeners do have that, that game, you know, maybe we could get some um, Superstar Mario Party going with the uh, with the um, with our listeners. I think that'd be kind of interesting to see. You know, who would come out a superstar? So, but um, but yeah, that's really all that I have been playing. So uh, I'm gonna kick it over to Joe. What have you been playing? You know, I know you've been playing Diablo with me. Uh, what is your Experience been? Has it been just as just as good, or 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 even better?
2: Like the dog in the background, just having a howling well, good her, time with yeah, it. Yeah,
1: that's our next door neighbor's dog. She's <laughs> she's outside, saying hi.
2: Good deal. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Diablo's been good. Uh, pretty much, uh, you kind of gave me the wherewithal because I was just uh, I wasn't following any guides as far as builds or anything like that. I was just basically just throwing. My points in the all the different skills and just running a gambit of skills is just like you know I'm I'm sitting there in the kitchen and basically just throwing any, everything in the pot and just seeing what comes up you know so <laughs> so you kind of recommended uh, some skills to do a um, I'm playing the druid of course uh, doing like a poison type build so so kind of reskilled that enjoy and play what I played so far you know it's just uh, kind of good to get back into that sort of. Gameplay loop on there with the loot and whatnot. Right now, the loot's kind of inconsequential because I'm just equipping basically everything. I'm um, the most power, high-powered items I've been getting. I haven't been buying anything from the store or anything like that. You know, so I've been, you know, just uh, kind of taking it as it comes. Just doing some side quests, you know, pushing along the story and whatnot. So, kind of taking a slow man's pace. So one thing I did discover is that, you know, I clear the particular dungeon and then lo and behold i got to the little village around where said dungeon was at and found out i had a quest to go into that same dungeon so i kind of learned yeah on my own that i basically might need to leave some of these places unexplored just in case there is a particular quest line to go into it so
1: i mean not necessarily though because if you can if if you if there is a uh an aspect that you want feel free to go get it it's just you don't need to do them all um immediately i think that's yeah. just the main thing you gotta remember is you don't need to do them all immediately like i gotta yeah. go do this i gotta go do that nah not really you know you can you can wait
2: <laughs> yeah so i'm just basically concentrating on the actual side quests i actually have up on the map versus just exploring and kind of mm-hmm. taking things as they are bread to me at least so <laughs> So that's how I'm kind of approaching it, but uh I, you know, unlike you, Des, I've been kind of playing here and there, but I haven't played like a hundred percent because I'm still playing Monster Hunter Rise and Break a bit. So, and so with that game, I got up to Hunter Master Rank four on here, and I'm trying to push along and trying to get at least uh, some better armor. Uh, better gear, uh, to be a little bit more powerful on there. I just hate having to use the, uh, uh, demon, um, fluid or whatever you call it. I totally forget off the top of my head, but, uh, it's like demon drug, demon drug. There you go. Demon drug, demon fluid.
1: (laughs) I mean, you were, you are you are you were doing something.
2: I'm, I'm thinking of a Rata Doji or something. So no, wait, mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, um, still, hmm. still, still playing Monster Hunter. Uh, still, you know, in in that gameplay loop. I have not, yeah, I've not forsaken Monster Hunter yet. I've not gotten tired of it. So it's like going to be in my gaming diet for uh, probably for a good long while on there. But I do want to deviate and play some other stuff. I think I mentioned last episode i did finally pick up like uh dead space and dead island 2 from the library and i have three weeks to play them before i have to return them so so i might have to get on that and uh check both of those out at least so on here so i know you've enjoyed dead space quite a bit kevin i know you bought dead island too but i know you haven't talked about it you know as much so
0: mm-hmm.
2: did it really uh kind of sing to
0: you or you thought it was okay or I thought it was good. It's just I haven't been back to it. Um I I'm, yeah. I'm 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 not in a in a rush to get to get to it. Um so it it it's not going anywhere. Got so it. So I'll definitely be playing through it.
2: I'm going to definitely try it and see if it's something I'll have to keep an eye out for the future as far as a future purchase, you know. So so, you know, I'm trying to learn from my prior purchasing uh, mistakes and, you know, I'm trying to buy when I'm ready to play versus just uh, accumulate and whatnot. So so I'm trying to do the old like, hey, wait till Black Friday comes along and, and maybe pick up a game or two if it's cheap enough and that kind of thing. You know, I saw that wonderful game Callisto Protocol is already down to 20 bucks. So there you go. Uh, I think from your recommendation, Kev, I probably, that's probably twenty dollars too much. So.
0: Yeah, I'm. It wait until that's on a service. Got it. it it's service sure bound. It's yeah.
2: Yeah. So we'll have to see about that. And you know, and speaking of services, I might actually fire up my Xbox and see what's going on. That was neck of the woods too. So, but I'll see it when I believe it. We'll see. So. <laughs>
0: Kevin, what you've been playing? Uh, well, uh, as alluded to, I did make a purchase recently, as in like yesterday. Um, I've been got a little bit of made a little bit of money in my little side hustle, so I was just kind of randomly in a in the Target and happened to see the uh, DualSense Edge available. They had Hello? two of them. And I I, you know, I thought about it and I thought, eh why not? So picked it up and uh tried it out yet yeah, tried it out um uh, it was probably late last night. It's very interesting. Um and I, I again I had I really had no intention of, of really ever picking this thing up. Uh I'm not a pro gamer, I don't play FPS and at the end of the day, that is what these pro controllers are designed for, uh, for people that are competitive in in the uh, FPS genre or arena, whatever you want to call it. But I have to say that, just in the brief amount of time that I've spent with it, this is kind of like the like the dual sense perfected. Almost, and I, I really didn't think I would be saying this. Uh, perfected is probably maybe like the a, 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 it's probably the wrong word because there was one thing that I wish that you could do that you can't do, or if you can do, I don't know how to do it. Uh, I'll get into that in a little bit. Right off the right off the bat, I mean the the controller, the Dual Sense already felt like a premium product, but. The weight that's added into the dual sense edge is it it just makes it feel a whole lot better um, I haven't done a side by side comparison to see if there really is if there is a a size difference between the two controllers or not uh there may be i I don't really feel it, but I do feel the uh, the heft in the hands um. And it it, it feel it, it it just feels like a I hate to say more solid controller because it, it's almost like I'm throwing shade on the standard dual sense, which I'm not. I think the standard dual sense is the best controller available. But it's it, it it just feels it just feels better. One thing that I noticed right off the bat, the face buttons, it's almost like the face buttons remind me of like uh, if you bought like a super cheap fight stick and replaced your your buttons with something like like Semetsus or sanwas. They they feel much smoother than the standard DualSense controller. Um, I don't know what they're doing with them, but pressing them feel is a much better tactile experience or tactile has a has a much better tactile feel than the base dual sense controller. I noticed I noticed that almost immediately. Uh, Texture on the uh, on the the two sticks on the dual sticks uh, feels a little bit better feels actually feels considerably better. Um, I've never had thumb slippage. On the standard dual sense, but I always had a feeling that I I had to be uh, a little bit mindful. Uh, can't like like say if I'm playing something like Need for Speed and I'm getting ready to take uh, a, a hairpin turn, I I kind of felt like I needed to be cautious of not letting my thumb slip off the off the uh, the the stick cap. I don't get that sensation. I don't get that feeling with with the DualSense Edge. And there's a couple other features that you can do. Like everything, for whatever reason, I was thinking that I had to set this thing up through the uh, the PlayStation app. Well, you don't do that. You don't have to do that. You It's set up through the OS of the PS5 itself. It's a very smart uh, OS, very... It's once the system senses it, it takes you it gives you the option to go through a walkthrough of all the features and functions and you can do things like uh, set the uh, the the uh, the range of your triggers um, but the one thing that I and and reset the the face buttons are map the map the buttons to like if you have if you want to use something for like the back back pedals and with the back with the back buttons you can either use the lever style or they have something that kind of it's kind of like a like a like a switch almost switch something like yeah, a like a light half switch domes. thing. Half domes okay half domes yeah yeah I, I think I like the levers. The I prefer the levers cause those are the ones I'm using um I might give the half domes a, a shot at some point, but I'm really happy with the with the levers. The one thing that I wish that you could do that you can't do is bind multiple buttons to a single button. Like uh for example in Monster Hunter Rise I use the uh long sword and there are two uh uh wirebug uh functions that utilize the R1 and L1 and uh, either circle or triangle. and it would be nice to be able to uh, no correction uh, it's circle and uh, circle it's circle and triangle rather and it would be in, in, together. That uh, I think that's the the far side far side slash I think that's I think that's the move, and it would be nice if I could bind triangle and circle simultaneously to one of the back buttons, but you can't do that. It's a one to one remapping that you can do. So that's really the only shortcoming that has affected me. I know other people have done some more in depth. Reviews of it. I guess there are some issues with the battery life since 70% of the time I play with my, uh, whether it's the, whether, regardless of, of which controller it is, I have it plugged into a power source anyway. So I don't have to worry about battery life so I can, my sessions can run as long as, as they need to. Uh, But other than the inability to bind multiple buttons to a single button, I really don't have a a complaint. It's got got storage capacity for several different profiles. And what's neat about it is that you can switch profiles during your game you don't have to exit all the way out to the os you can just literally do it from the game and like say you want to switch from like, say you got maybe let's say you have a profile you're playing monster hunter you want to switch to uh, i don't know resident evil 4 and you have a profile unique to that when you when you, sw- when you switch games you don't have to go back to the os you you hit um function because there are these two levers right underneath the left stick and the right stick that are functions you you hold the function the the function uh, keys and you hit whatever whatever face button you have bound to that profile so like let's say that your resident evil profile is bound to function triangle you literally just Hit function and the triangle, and it'll automatically switch. No exiting out to a menu, exiting out to the OS to do that. And I think that's really a really smart design there. So I got no, it, it, I hadn't planned on picking it up, but I'm I'm glad I did. And even though I don't play I don't play the games that these pro controllers are designed for. Uh, I, this is, this is probably going to be my, uh, my default controller for anything, you know, that, you know, outside of a fighting game. And it, I, I feel that it was, it was money well spent, uh, money well spent, which I, uh, you know, again, it's, it's like, it, it kind of took me by surprise, uh, that I, that I like it as much as I do. But, well, uh. Yeah.
2: I like it too. It's my Mm -hmm. main controller. Uh, I haven't really messed around with as far as adjusting the dead zones on the triggers and also on the analog sticks. But uh, you can do that. There's some tutorials on YouTube as far as uh, what uh, dead zone settings would work better for certain specific games on there. So I love the fact that the levers on the bottom, you could switch profiles on the fly pretty easily too. So Mm. on here. Like with the buttons in the back, I had one particular setting for Dragon Quest 11 when I was playing that to just do the menu, so I don't even have to touch the face buttons and play. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I'm just like basically just hitting uh, the back buttons to move, you know, hit next on the menus, that kind of thing. You figure even for an RPG or something like that where uh, there's not a lot of uh, you know button presses and that kind of thing, that it just made things easier. So.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, it's definitely got some quality of life things that uh, that you could benefit that you can benefit from outside of the first person shooter genre and uh, outside of it just being a, an, an outstanding controller. Uh, so the only other thing I, I played a little bit of Mo- a little bit of Monster Hunter uh, late last night, I, I jumped into a gaming session Um uh, and I was trying to farm uh, Melthalsa. It's that that violet, that purple violet. Uh, one of the one of the the one of the chief big bads in uh, Sunbreak. I was trying to farm that one because I'm trying to get uh, a couple of armor pieces for it, but was not successful in severing the tail. So I'm I'm probably just going to have to use my longsword for that. Uh, But the also did some street for a little bit of street fighter six. I didn't do that yesterday, but still uh, what I'm trying to do now with street fighter six real quick is um, learn my uh, hitbox shortcuts because there, there are some, some things that you can do and uh, like uh, doing say like uppercuts from a crouching position that, are kind of beneficial uh when you're when, when it, particularly when you're in a position where you're, your pressure has ended and you're and you're sort of back to neutral and you're playing footsies and uh, your opponent decides to jump in on you whereas before uh, a lot it, using the stick uh, a standard stick you kind of sort of had to revert back to a defensive posture and uh repel you know the the jump in the the jump-in attacks well with the and you can still do this with an arcade stick it's just much harder to do uh being able to uppercut from a crouching position uh is is de- that 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 ability is definitely uh, advantageous um, in street fighter uh, particularly in six, because um, safe jumping is a big part of your uh, a big part of your um, uh, your offensive uh, toolkit. And uh, if you can if you can see it coming uh, even at even at close range, if you can if you can just shut that option down from a uh, and you have a character that has an uppercut, uh, that ability really kind of sh- Takes that uh, offensive pressure away from your opponent, so I'm trying to learn, uh, get get used to some of those uh, some of those shortcuts and whatnot. But I tell you, um, late last night, um, I downloaded and played the Final Fantasy 16 demo, and uh, the hype the hype is real behind behind this game. It mm. I was already sold once I once I saw the the initial reveals. I was I was already sold. I've I've been done had my uh my pre-order in. But I decided to play the demo and my goodness. Uh whew, this 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 game this game I'm I already feel it in 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 my old gamer bones that this game is going to take a position in one of the one of my favorite games of all time. i I already know it. i already I already feel it. I don't know where it's going to land. I'm not going to try and pretend that I can that I can estimate where it's going to fit in in that in that pantheon of my personal greatest of all time. But it's going to get a spot. I I just I just feel that already. The story that they've built behind the main protagonist, Clive. It I mean, you can maybe say it, it it's typical Final Fantasy. I don't know because seven, uh, fifteen, seven and fifteen are the only ones that I played. I never played 10. I didn't play 102. I didn't I didn't play any any of those other ones. And I I definitely haven't played any of the prior Final Fantasies before 7. But they are building a story of you you really feel you really really feel bad for Clive. And I'm not going to go into into what happened, but it's like They really build a lot of emotion. I played the game in English, and uh, it is very well acted. The facial expressions and the emotions that are uh, displayed by uh, by all characters, the NPC characters, your character during the cutscenes, I mean, you really feel for what's going on with, with these folks the icon battle you, you in in the demo you do an icon battle. Oh man.
1: <laughs>
2: Not yet, uh.
0: those, those icon battles are like now granted they're nothing complex. Uh, they they're they're what they kind of remind me of what um Bayonetta three was trying to do with their uh, kaiju style battles. But there's just more horsepower to work with on this console, so it actually works where it it falls flat on its face on uh, with Bayonetta 3. But the mechanics behind, at least the one that that is in the demo, very reminiscent of uh, Panzer Dragoon. Uh, but it's it was just so cinematic and so beautiful. Still gameplay, no nothing cut scene nothing. Uh, although there are QuickTime events, what I like about them is that the buttons are always the same. Whatever Whether you're doing an offensive QuickTime or a defensive QuickTime, the button is going to be the same. I think for, for the offensive, it's R1, and for the defensive, it's uh, R2. And that's never going to change. And I think that I think one of the things that I hated about QuickTime events in earlier games was they would try to 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 mix mix it up. Like you don't know which face button is going to be. It might be triangle. It might be circle. it Might be square. They don't do that. They tell you up front that the cue that you get is going to be visual, meaning uh, how how the the outlining color uh, of the scene. Is going to reflect whether or not it's going to be an offensive or a defensive quick time. Now, since I haven't failed one, I don't know what happens if you do. Uh, but I like that. I like that uh, that methodology. Uh, the bosses are grand, very well detailed, um, and even with the limited skill set that, because the game, the demo starts you out in the first two hours. Uh, plus of 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 the game and so you don't have all the funky skills that the uh, that that we've seen displayed already although there you can go back after you complete the the demo and use a, um, an advanced Clive where he's so he's got more of his more icons available for him to use and more abilities and I didn't do that because once I wrap, I, I started playing that demo a little bit past midnight, and it was almost like uh, 2.30, 3 o'clock <laughs> when I finished it. I finished it in one setting, and I'm like, oh, man. I you Want I, to play no, more, I'm, huh? I want to play more, but I'm just going to let it cook. I'm going to let my enthusiasm for it cook. Your progress continues when you start the the." the you know the retail version of the game so you don't have to do that other stuff over again if you don't want to I'm just going to let that I'm going to let my enthusiasm cook because this game is is freaking fantastic it, it, the music the the set pieces the everything that I that I imagine uh, uh, a Final Fantasy game to be without the without the turn base stuff, you're still, you're still using magic. You're there still cool down periods, but it's, it's, it's all cooked into this action combat system that is absolutely amazing. Like there's parries, there are, there are just frame dodges that Give you a, an offensive advantage on uh, as to whatever you're fighting or group of enemies that you're fighting. Whatever group of enemies that you're fighting, so much depth, so much depth to the combat. If if you're willing to dive into it, they they have some tools and some um, and some modes for folks that really aren't into all that. Uh, don't really want to get into the meat and potatoes of an action game. Uh, they have what they call story mode, and then you have some built-in things where basically the game will will do the fighting for you. If all you really want to do is focus on the story, I would highly encourage anybody, regardless of how they feel about action games, not to do that because you're 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 depriving yourself from what I think may be one of the meatiest. Medius combat systems in any action game I've played, and I've played a lot of action games, and um, I feel really confident that as you, as you gain more abilities, they've already shown how you can uh, make Clive fight the way you want him to fight you can switch these things up on the fly. I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely, absolutely jaw dropping. I was playing in performance mode. I know there was this big, big, uh, whoop de woo about, you know, dropped frames and whatnot. I didn't really, I didn't really see it, but then again, I don't have a frame counter attached to my TV. So, uh, I was just having too much fun with the game. So, I'm I I just can't wait for Final Fantasy 16 uh, to drop. It is it is just my goodness. <laughs> it, like I said the hype is real on that. So Wow. Yeah. So that has been my playlist for the week. That said, all that uh blue over the fantastic Final Final Fantasy 16 done. That's going to push us to our next topic on our docket. That being our main event. All right, Dez, you got the mic, bro.
1: All righty. So for the main event, we had a question that we asked our folks. Um, Now that the PlayStation and Xbox have shown their uh, hands uh, with their showcases, what is your overall opinion of both? And what would you want to see from Nintendo in a post-Tears of the Kingdom world? Um, Yeah, so we got some responses. Um, And I'll start off with uh, Goonie, who says, uh, Not that either showcase blew me away. I would have liked to see more gameplay from both sides. Agreed. But at the end of the day, Microsoft won it for me. Ooh. Both Sony and Microsoft had amazing showings uh, of the marquee titles, Spider-Man 2 and Starfield. That said, I know Insomniac will put out a well-polished and high-quality game. I don't know if I trust Bethesda to do the same. Starfield looks like it is three or four games in one. It does. And with Bethesda's track record of releasing buggy messes, I'm going to be skeptical. Until I see the reviews for the project uh, this large. Uh, the game looks like a world I can easily lose myself in. If Bethesda does deliver, this could be another game with the impact and longevity of Skyrim. Where Microsoft won me over was with a higher number of first-party titles, strong third-party support from Japanese developers, some intriguing indie games, and just a ton of stuff heading to Game Game Pass Day 1. Fable, a Fable, Forza Motorsport, Towerborn, Tsuna's uh, Sacrifice... Uh, sorry, sinua sacrifice, all look great. I was a little thrown off about how sorry, thrown off how thrown off by how a looks and plays, but I'm still hoping its story and narrative can carry the charm like it did with New Vegas. Did not expect to see two brand new series from Japanese developers, but Path of the Goddess and Refantasio look good. 33 Immortals and Just Dent looks fun. 33 Player Hades sounds insane. Uh, Sony lost me with a number of first- and third-party service, live-service titles. Marathon, despite having an amazing trailer, doesn't seem like something I'm going to get into. And then they had Fair Game, Foam Stars, Crossfire, and Concord carrying on with the live-service theme. I'm looking forward to the uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, Alan Wake 2, Plucky Squire, Sword of Sea, Helldivers, so there are plenty of games to look forward to uh, at the showcase uh what sums it up for me is square enix is showing uh one of sony's biggest and most loyal partners came with final fantasy 16 which i'm excited for but i've seen a million previews for already and foam stars while well, they took uh jeff Keighley 77 rebirth uh for nintendo i just want an announcement of new hard work so we can play games on their systems at a decent frame rate 100 percent so so uh Gooney came through with a lot with a lot of really good um information and and thoughts um, and I wanted to uh, bring it to Kevin and say, Kevin, uh, what were your thoughts on 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 what Gooney had said
0: yeah i'm I'm kind of in agreement with a lot of what he said. Um, with the exception of I feel that Microsoft really had to come through with more of their first party with of the first party content and gameplay because this is the second trailer non-gameplay trailer for um fable that we've seen now i know some people are coming in and saying oh we saw gameplay when i guess there was when they when the character kicked a chicken and i guess there was like a quick that was gameplay that's what people are saying and so I it's guess there was like to be a, running
2: off the series X as far as what was being shown, and it's supposed to be in engine. But in, uh, until I see a GUI, uh, like a, like a some sort I'm of, seeing. yeah, I'm not seeing any sort of, uh, you know, where I'm seeing any HUD or anything like that, you know, so
0: yeah, the, 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 the faithful are saying that what we saw was gameplay. It's like, well, if you're calling kicking a chicken to the horizon gameplay, then okay, I guess. But <laughs> I needed to see more. The as pretty as uh, sinuous sacrifice looked, again, no gameplay. What am I going to be doing? And I've already given my what given my theory on what I think that game is. I think it's an interactive story. I don't think it's actually gonna be a game. I think you're just gonna be making decisions, kind of like a choose your own adventure book and watching them play out on screen with some, uh, maybe some interactive elements into it, but I don't think it's gonna be like the first game at all. This was a time to show that kind of gameplay. Um, And I'm sorry, but Avow just looked like an Xbox 360 game to me and, that's not what I have these 12 teraflops sitting behind my TV for. I was hoping to see that have that game have a better showing, you know, comparable to its initial trailer from a, a couple years ago. Uh but I am I am in, in complete agreement with the uh, the PlayStation showing uh none of those service games look like any kind of fun. But We've known that that is that is a direction that they're trying to move into, but at the same time, I'm looking at that and I like, "Yeah, that was trash." But I'm also getting Final Fantasy 16 and Spider Man 2 in the same in the same year, um, as well as hopefully. Um, uh, what's that one that, that that the one that they started off that, that's kind of reminiscent of Starship Troopers? Helldivers. Oh, Helldivers, Helldivers. Helldivers 2 looks like looks like a ton of fun. So while I would while this ge- this show was a terrible showcase, at the end of the day it had some gameplay of some games that grabbed my attention. Uh, far more than than what I saw on the on the Xbox show, um, what surprised me, and, and, and I'll I'll go ahead and 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 end it with this. I was really kind of surprised with that uh, Ubisoft show. That really I'm I have I have associated mediocre with Ubisoft for such a long time that if somebody would have told me that their their show their showcase would have been actually good, I I said I don't know what alternate universe you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because mm-hmm. We'll
2: talk about that in news because me and Des watched that as well. Now I'm not sure if we have the same consensus as you. So Yeah,
0: yeah. So I was I was really surprised at that. Now granted those those wow factors we're probably playing off a an eight thousand dollar gaming PC. I'm I, I'm sure that was the case. Yeah. Uh, but at the end at the end of the day, what I did see, uh, I found very I found very impressive. So, but and Nintendo in the full agreement, it's time for Switch 2. It's time for uh more robust hardware. I'm tired. I would love to I would love to jump back into Bayonetta 3, but I am just not I I'm just I'm just not feeling the flipbook frame rate. I'm I'm not.
1: Yeah, I feel you. So. I feel you on that. Um, and John B T uh, basically echoes what you're talking about. So he says, uh, "PlayStation was has enough good games coming this year for me, and the showcase showed that." Final Fantasy 16 looks awesome. Then Spider-Man 2, and then we got Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. As for Nintendo, I've been playing a ton of tears, and it runs shockingly good. But I want a better system, 100%. You know, I I love Nintendo. Even though when I played um, uh, Mario Party Superstars, you know, looked good, but I would expect it to look good because they ain't pushing that system to to, to its limit because they can't. So so uh yes i would love for for nintendo just to come just to come with it just just a little harder uh just a little harder so uh joe uh what were your thoughts about what uh goonie said and what john bt said
2: um looking at both conferences i mean we talked a little bit the uh, last show about you know xbox and whatnot and uh, of course the playstation showcase a few weeks ago and uh from what Goonie said, I know that we really don't know about uh, what was shown at the PlayStation Showcase all that much because, you know, when you look at all the service games that were kind of introduced there, Conquer we just got an introductory, like, a trailer on there. So I have no idea how that's going to play. You know, same thing with Marathon with Bungie on there. Um, and so, you know, even though that they came with a few things, like, you know, you mentioned Crossfire. Crossfire is PlayStation VR, too, so it's like probably not in any of your guys's wheelhouse and even though i have the system here i'm probably not going to play that but uh we'll not be playing it yeah um one thing i was kind of was one of the websites i go to to get news and whatnot vgc uh happened to go to the um because they had a physical summer games fest like showcase where editors could meet in person, so on and so forth, and they had demos set up and whatnot. And BGC, the head editor for that particular website, said that Foam Stars was actually his game of the show as far as what he saw there from wow. all the different games. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that even though uh, everyone said, "Oh, look at look at this platoon knockoff ripoff game," it's like no more one's more power played to it. you, buddy. Mm-hmm. No one's no one's like done anything. But you know, I you know to me the service games that sony are going to bring it's something new and i'm going to give them uh you know benefit of the doubt you know you gotta give them enough rope to hang themselves what kind of scenario with that you know it's nothing to where i'm just like oh i can't wait for these games with faded breath but to me if it's something that's kind of uh you know, something that could be uh, like an addition. It's, it's like it's like the side dish to your main course of all these, you know, excellent first party and, you know, uh, obviously partnered games like Final Fantasy sixteen that uh, Sony is bringing to the table. So on there. And so I appreciate the fact that they are working with uh, other developers to come with games like Out of the Blue, you know, on there. You know, we talked about the uh, – God, what's that uh, – Crazy ass uh, kung fu game. Uh, like the, uh, God, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's the one that we all liked uh, from the PlayStation Showcase. Uh,
1: kung fu game?
2: The kind of Bloodborne uh, looking game. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not remembering I remember it. it. Oh, God. I'm not at the... Oh, Phantom uh, Blade? Phantom Blade. There you go. Okay, okay. Sorry about that. No problem. But, uh, you know, just enough little things you know from there sort of to see like uh plucky squire from what goonie mentioned in his uh, overview of that so so you know grand blue fantasy relink you know there's enough meat you know shown it, it was a very good um not a showcase but just a uh, good old state of play you know basically so it's like a premium top tier state of play in my opinion so Uh, Xbox, you know, I'm just going to have to say I'm hopeful that what they are bringing forth in the next year plus with what they've shown. um, Because to me, Xbox, just like, you know, we talk about the service game that Sony is bringing to the table. To me, it's just like above and beyond what's there, you know, and there's, you know, unfortunately, I don't have a reason to turn my Xbox on and uh, even with Game Pass and it's just like... uh, I've seen enough uh, potential with what was shown uh, this past direct. Um, like I signed up to be in the open beta for Towerborn, for instance. You know, it's that game. It kind of looks from the Craters of Banner Saga. Yeah, Honestly, it looks I, good. I, I, I like 33 Immortals. I'm kind of anticipating that game and, and you know, given that. A spin on there Um, we're going to talk about more in news but they uh, came with a bunch of game pass announcements in the uh, xbox showcase extended that i kind of felt that should have been in the regular show on there to kind of reveal things because you know they have things some things coming that uh, games we talked about in the show in previous episodes like sea of stars are coming out for xbox day one you know and i'm thinking even though we are anticipating these games (laughs) Uh, that come out we'll probably play them on other platforms but it's still kind of cool that they're available on xbox and there's enough interesting stuff coming out for game pass at least from the idea xbox stuff that they shown during the show that it's something to where if i wanted to dive into it and have an opportunity to do so that i think there is enough um things of interest there for me if i wanted to invest the time to get some worth out of it so
1: yeah i think that's the main thing a lot of people you know and and what i'm what i'm trying to you know have myself understand is like you know i'm happy for folks who 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 live you know solely in the xbox you know ecosystem great i'm happy that you that you guys are all happy and that you're able to have to have these games but but for for us, it's it's about the first party. You know, give us a reason because at this point, you know, like you said, there's just no reason to turn on the. There's no first partiness that's forcing us to turn the system on. And at yeah. least for me, until until I see um uh uh Starfield. So Starfield is like the the end all be all uh for me right now. So just. This is kind of how it is right now. Yeah,
2: I hate to say it, but like, you know, we mentioned previous episode, but I feel like if I owned a PC with enough power, you know, my, oh, my mainline PC, I only am running like a GeForce like 1070, mm-hmm. so I'm obviously on a lower end of the scale um, that I would have no need to have an Xbox Series X under my... Oh, not at all living room at all yeah Not i think all. your purchase of an xbox series s might be great with all these uh games coming you know with the idea of xbox initially oh, yeah. with this pass on there because a lot oh, yeah everything that's shown that's coming day one on uh game pass as far as the idea of xbox games they're all are very capable of running off that system so mm-hmm.
1: so are you um or anything that you wanted to add uh kev uh, regarding john bt's um I think you pretty much echoed what you were saying, you know, and, and and everyone just wants better hardware from Nintendo. Your games are fine, you know, your games still sell systems, but stop it. Yeah. Invest in your invest in your hardware. It's okay.
0: <laughs> it's
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Speaking of hardware, Des are you gonna upgrade to that new S? Oh no. <laughs> No 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 trade I, that Trade the one you got in and get the no. one terabyte. No, because it seems
1: like the only difference is the one terabyte. Like they didn't yeah, change the. Yeah, it is the, the only difference. Yeah, uh, I have uh what a four terabyte you know external hard drive. So I'm I'm sitting pretty. So I don't need nothing. I'm good. You know, I, I think I think they they just did that in order to sweeten the pot to get people to start buying more of those Series Xs. You know, that's that's why they did that. Because if they were really trying to get folks to buy that when it first came out, you would have had one terabyte and been done with it. But nah, they just they just didn't. So I, I have no desire to give them any more any more money than I have to. So, I just don't. This is this unnecessary. No,
2: thank you. Yeah, I was reading a editorial that was basically speaking from the like the top of the mountain, saying that that uh, hardware introduction was so unnecessary. It's like. Mm-hmm. Just to bump up the uh, memory by that little bit of an amount, <laughs> and this, just, to you know annoying. bump up the price, it's just like okay, why even bother? Like Kev, like you said, they, they're better off bringing out a uh, a discless uh, Xbox Series X versus bringing that thing yeah. out. Yeah, so.
1: mm-hmm. that would have made honestly that would have made a lot more sense. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, Xbox, Microsoft, y'all ain't Nintendo. You just can't put an OLED on it and have people buy it. You you ain't got that kind of pull, bruh. Sorry. You just, you, just, you ain't got it. So good luck. Good luck. But, but
2: uh,
1: I just want to say thank you to uh, Goody and John BT for, for taking the time to answer our question. We really love to have a uh, viewer feedback. And uh, so let us know um, if you have any questions for us uh because you know next episode we're gonna be answering uh questions that you all pose to us or or comment on what's been going on in our discord and if you want to join our discord, please stay until the end and uh Kel will let you know how to do that but uh we have a question for episode- uh, the the um the uh a vessel sorry the uh sorry the main event for uh uh two fourteen that question is um uh what's a really popular game or game series everyone seems to love but you don't like you just can't stand it you mm. know yeah Let us uh,
2: I, I already know kev's answer <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey 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 well maybe you could it's come safe. up with something different than,
1: than that, that, cause i think all the listeners know as yeah. well yeah and, uh, but yeah, give us some stuff that you think, you know, is really like deep dive and, and think about like, you know, what possibly could be, could be, you know, what it is. And, and also think about, uh, post in the comments, you know, or, or on our Twitter, what you think Kevin's, uh, Kevin's going to say. So, and, and maybe you'll, you'll win something like, like a, like a, like a kudos from Kevin because you, you know him so well. So, but again, that question is, what's a really popular game or game series everyone seems to love, but you just can't stand? Or you just don't like it? So let us know your thoughts, and we'll talk about that on episode 216. So 214, uh,
2: 214 buddy.
1: Uh, sorry, 214. You're right. I am so sorry. Uh, it is 214. I was putting it too far ahead. Um, can you believe it? 214 episodes. Anyway. Uh, but... You know what happens at the end of the Vessel Line or the main event. It's the Jabroni Gaming News.
2: All right, thank you, Dez. You're welcome, sir. All right, good deal, good deal. First thing we want to cover is that Ubisoft Forward that happened on Monday. Me and Dez got together on Discord, and we happened to watch this live, so we could not fast forward anything so yeah that yeah so that's what happened yeah so um and we're kind of you know watching this ubisoft forward and uh you know it's like you know i love the fact that they wanted to do a live event again and whatnot but look basically like they're doing it out of a bingo hall for god's sake you know with that like generic ass black background you know I've seen previous Ubisoft showcases that were done live with an audience and whatnot, and they're always like in a nice theater or something that was booked in the general LA area. It just looked so off-putting. It kind of gave me some Konami E3 2010 vibes um, a bit. It seemed so, like it
1: was in a in like a hotel conference room. Yeah, you know? uh, that, that was really what I was getting from it. Was like hotel conference room vibes. Like, you know, I don't know, like like Days in or something.
2: So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the fact that, you know, because Phil Spencer, they see them up towards the front, and, of course, you know, the camera sh- panned over to Phil Spencer a number of different times. You know, the gaming celebrities in the world, whoever the director of this conference is, it's like, pan on Spencer, pan on Spencer, or something. Like, <laughs> it's like, come on, get out of here with that business. His next and
0: acquisition.
2: You got it, and... You know, during some of the game presentations, they were panning to the presenter versus what was being shown on screen while they were presenting gameplay, for God's sake. It's like I get to see this off like Agreed. side camera of the uh, the du- whoever presenter is on stage. And it's like, I don't want to see this yeah. dude's face and the gameplay wanna... in the background. On.
1: Yeah, I don't want to see like a side a side view like just we're here to see the game. Yeah, you know, show us the game. If you want to do if you want to do a voiceover about what's happening, that's fine, but let us see the game, please.
2: Yeah, and then they brought out the producer for Captain Laserhawk a Blood Dragon remix and he came out with this funky ass suit and literally it was just, you know, cringe on top of cringe. I here. had to
1: give it to him though. He was always trying to sell something. You know, yeah. know, he, he was in the spirit of it. And I was like, "Okay, you get you get like points for that, but overall, yes, cringe. And I was like, "Sir, stop it."
2: <laughs> and of course, you know, they, they, for Skull and Bones, the often delayed and still no release date uh, game from Ubisoft, which is having a closed beta coming up pretty soon, and brought up musical performers to do throat singing and whatnot. So and... See, they were
1: they were going back, like they were like, "Y'all, y'all miss E three?
2: There you, you know, go. Here we go.
1: I mean, who knows? Maybe people like I mean, it. Or they thought it was there a market for that. But I was like, wow. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, granted, okay. it wasn't like Sony 2006 bad. You know, you know, Genji and like all that memes up the yay yeah, But you know, it's like you know the last Sony PlayStation conference they did where they had like the the pan flute guy up there on stage. <laughs> kind of, it's like we muted the the stream, we didn't want to listen to the Skull and Bones song we didn't care, you know, so (laughs) Uh, that's like, and then of course seeing trailer after trailer of mobile game, you know, like Division Resurgence the mobile game, you know, coming out and, you know, register, now you get a free scan, and X Defiant and seeing the X Defiant the producer come up on stage about how excited they are about the uh, you know, up, upcoming shooter! It's just like you know, it's all this kerfuffle. You know, it's like I even saw a editorial talking about that Ubisoft has lost their way, lost their soul, and it's like I don't know if even if they had a soul to begin with. Mm. So. Uh, That Assassin's Creed Nexus VR like little segment where they showed the African American guy just going, "Oh, I'm an assassin in my Meta (laughs) Meta Quest (laughs) Three headset," so like you know doing these like CG uh, uh, sequences and going back to show the guy in the room. It's like. Get out of here with this bullshit. So, you know, if I, and then, of course, Assassin's Creed could name Jade the mobile game, you know, register now for iOS and Android devices.
0: So it's like, OK, now I'm I, I think I understand why I'm I have a different feeling of this presentation is because I didn't watch the presentation. I just watched the trailers.
2: Yes, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the meat. The meat of what was shown is basically going to be a number. That one.
0: answers my question. Yes, because I'm like, I don't, I didn't, I, I, oh yeah, I didn't watch it. I watched the individual trailers. So
2: you saved yourself. We we were we were in it the win it. It's like an hour plus, you know, an hour plus of this wonderful goodness on here, you so, know. My
0: Remember seeing all
2: this <laughs> Brawlhalla with Master Chief. There's the only appearance of Master Chief throughout the entire summer games sequences, you know. So we got to see Master Chief for Brawlhalla with the epic crossover reveal trailer. So uh so yeah. Um
0: because everybody's been asking for that.
2: You know it. So talk about the games uh that we probably were kind of interested in um first off avatars frontiers of pandora looks good open world snowdrop engine um massive's developing it and um looks pretty cool i've known nothing because i have never seen any of the avatar movies i saw james cameron come and give us a seal of approval which doesn't mean anything to me either. I mean, it could be coming, bringing that uh, Titanic game for all I care. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> this looks like a my, it might be a good time. But it's an Ubisoft getting, game.
1: Yeah, I was yeah. getting full on, um, uh, what was it? Um, yeah, what was that game? I'm getting uh, Far Cry uh, feelings from it. Like Far Cry. I was getting Far Cry feelings from it. Um, completely, you know, just kind of reskinned, and that's not technically a bad thing. It's just it's just that's what I was, that's what I was feeling from it, you know. So hopefully it's not like that and it's different. I don't know.
2: I just it seems off-putting too that you know that the military were training these avatar. Um, I I don't know what the creatures' names are, but they're the like, Navi. The Navi with busting out these Gats and with all this crap. Yeah. Is, is, like, is that how the movies are? Or are they busting out the Gats and doing no. all sorts? No.
0: Okay. There are, so
1: there are, there are no Gats in There's it. There's no Gats. At the end of the first
0: one, they one the guys were holding guns, but that's when the humans were leaving.
1: Yeah, Uh, the uh, yeah, and I don't know. They didn't
0: they didn't use them.
1: No, they're all about you know natural all natural stuff. Yeah,
2: so I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm going to take a wait and see. It coming out in December kind of screams that it's either going to get delayed or come out hot before Christmas and trying to get all that Christmas cash. You know, oh
1: yeah, and it'll be open, it'll so. it'll be next to it'll be next to nothing, so it'll be fine.
2: Yeah, at first hmm. we're kind of worried because wario 64 noted Twitter, you know, handle wario 64 was kind of tweeting out that they didn't put any physicals up, like when they announced the game. So he's thinking that they might be digital only, but no, 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 no. You know, Ubisoft can't give up on their physicals just yet. Nah. So not yet so you know gamestop does have the exclusive steelbook for avatars so i'm like mm, but calm down the Jim. usual um game with the season pass and the steelbook for 129 dollars and 99 cents <clears throat> no thank you um, yeah yeah um next game kind of interests prince of persia the lost crown so basically this is you know what was shown we talked about now it, it during the summer game fest uh showing. If you listen to that episode, but uh, it looks cool to me. I mean, uh, I like 2D Prince of Persia played it back in the day. I mean, this is obviously not Sands of Time, but don't need to be Sands of Time. What's your overall impressions of it, guys?
1: I I mean, I thought it looked good. Um, Again, I said it before and I'll say it again. I was really hoping that it would be like uh, Sands of Time type version. But I mean, it's kind of just what we're left with, I guess. I don't know. Part of it was kind of sad, but at the same time it's like you know I'm happy that we are getting a Prince of Persia type game to begin with So game is
2: retailing for 50 so is this game worth fifty dollars to you it is me? not
1: worth fifty dollars for me. Sorry, it's just not I mean I will definitely play it when it comes to a a um a service or something because I, I don't know like they have like finishing moves and stuff and it just I don't know. I don't know. Just the game doesn't really yell to me, you know. So no, I most likely will not be buying it full price. I might buy it, you know, at a discount. You know, give me a give me my discount, and might and I might pick your game up. But for for what it, what they're asking for now, no, thank you. No sir. No. Sir. I got.
0: I'm not really. I'm kind of in the same boat. I wanted because again when you say prince of persia to me i'm thinking sands of time warrior within that's yeah. that's what i'm thinking and yeah i know this series started out as a 2d exploration platformer but i never i never played those games so that's what i i was hoping to see I would have wanted to see with a Prince of Persia. I didn't even. I don't even need a new game. If you gave me a a remake of Warrior, particularly of Warrior Within, maybe the third one, I'd be good. Mm. The first, you know, like do a do do the do the trifecta, do a a a, a remake trifecta on the on the first three, and charge me fifty dollars. I would happily give you my money. Mm. Uh, but this, uh, I don't know. I just don't know, you know, I'm just like, yeah. mm. so I don't know. Well, I'll have to see.
2: Yeah. My experience with Prince of Persia is kind of weird because I've never played any of the, uh, Sands of Time Warrior within two thrones. Ooh, they're great games. Mm-hmm. I good. played like the Prince of Persia self-titled the 2007 game Mm -hmm. and then i played forgotten sands which i kind of enjoyed but never really finished and uh, of course i played the original prince of persia too as well um both on pc and also i think for turbo 16 when i played on the cd Uh, so so i'm kind of curious about the game i don't know if i'm 50 dollars curious i think especially with all these games i got all three you know santa time warrior within in my backlog i could easily grab him from the ps3 like trilogy remaster that came out uh, for that so if i really want to play those in that kind of state so Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah i'll have to see moving forward so and then also too, uh, they showed the crew motor, motor fest, which I have no sort of aspirations for. I'd only have to ask you, Kev, since you were more of a car enthusiast out of the three of us. Any interest or like chaos in the noon?
0: No, I'm good. Uh, I, I'm I'm all the way good on the crew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all the way good on the crew. Uh, no.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's it's a full 69.99 full retail game. So yeah, they can have it. All right, enough said. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage was also shown, which is a uh, harken back to the old school formula of the original Assassin's Creed, especially with uh, one and two, with more of the stealth uh, assassining mm-hmm. than how the game kind of evolved into a RPG esque. Adventure title on here uh, Of course I got plenty of Assassin's Creed In my backlog to play And I don't think either me or Des <laughs> I want to speak for you Des But probably going to pick this up
1: I'm not going to uh, pick it up No, yes. you're, you're, you are definitely Okay to speak for me when it, when right. it comes to that Yeah, I'm not yeah. It's, it's not for me So yeah. I, I'm, I hope that y'all Are happy With what you get But, mm
2: i'm kind of interested but i'm tired of accumulating assassin's creed games i'm never going to play or haven't played you know so i easily go on my back catalog look at what i have and kind of hey i want to play assassin's creed i'll play assassin's creed black flag you know or something like that and Mm -hmm. get some enjoyment out of it versus having to pay 50 bucks for this and any of your listeners If you do like Assassin's Creed let us know If Mirage is something that's tickling Your funny bone after all this uh, Origins uh, you know, Valhalla and uh, Odyssey business from the last Few some odd years If this is something that's Kind of you're hearkening back To the origin of The series uh, definitely let us know So
0: I'll definitely Begin because that's This is what assassin's creed has always been for me you know granted i don't like stealth but if you're discovered it's not the end of the world and you have the tools to get get away and lose your pursuers and still complete the mission so i've played all of the assassin's creed games i stopped uh with assassin's creed origins and i did not play anything from origins forward because in my mind it was no longer assassin's creed mm. so um yeah this is this is the type of assassin's creed game i would want
2: and then last but not least they uh, had a big long gameplay walk through for star wars outlaws the new game from massive on here and kind of looks quite good um if you had a chance to watch the walkthrough i definitely would recommend it uh Kind of looks like it's set between um, what they said between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and you are playing an yeah. outlaw, a uh, feminine outlaw, on here. I think they refer her as, sh- as she, her in some of the uh, yeah. sort of sequences explaining the gameplay, and whatnot. But uh, yeah. it's, a, um, it's
1: a woman with the with. They're definitely gonna send. They're definitely gonna. Uh, they're going to uh, sell so much of that little creature that's on her side. I was mm. like, see y'all are, mm, y'all Baby are shady. Yoda 2.0. Yeah. I yeah. was like, see y'all are shady. What's your stuff? I was like, okay, I see what you're yeah, doing with your,
2: with your marketing. Okay. That's the LucasArts way, you know, find, mm-hmm. find some adorable creature. You could just monetize to hell and back. So,
1: yup. So I expect to see little stuff creatures, you know, and, and, and other things, so I, I expect to see them at Disneyland. So just be prepared.
2: <laughs> so so. I'm, I'm optimist, optimistic about this game. I think I'll probably be there day one, even though I'm not like a super like, oh, I gotta have Star Wars like put it in my veins or anything like that. So it's the only problem with it's just the
1: only problem with with games from from this company is that they go on sale so quickly that it's like why would you buy anything like day one from them. You know, unless you want to get like a steelbook or something, and that's fine if you do, you know, but it's always seems like there's just no track record of any kind of uh, sustainability within their uh, within their titles, you know, because they just go on so so quickly or they go on their streaming service or they, they do this or they do that. It just seems like, well, you know, I don't know, um, just seems interesting to me
0: yeah i i was really impressed with this with this showing and- a, again this was probably running on an eight thousand dollar gaming p c but it, yeah. it still looked beautiful and uh if the final pro- if this is a representation of what the final product is gonna be yeah I'm, I'm i'm sold
1: yeah and what i another thing that i really liked about it was um was the uh, the transition from when she went from the uh, from the place the base she was in into town? You know that whole sequence looked really good, and I was like, mm. "Wow, okay, you know, yeah that that game that game got me hyped too." Like I I I can't I cannot lie. I <laughs> that game got me a little hyped. I was like, "Okay, so so yeah, I was." Um, mm. That's pretty cool with it, it's
2: on my radar. I think it's all on our radars for sure, so yeah, all right, and then next thing me and Dez watch was the Capcom showcase, which happened to be on that same Monday on here. oh, so
1: before we go on, one thing I wanted to say is I wanted to see more Phoenix uh Immortal or whatever. I was hoping that we would get a sequel to that game, but you know, I still have hope that we will be getting one at some point, so I just wanted to say that so
2: memorials phoenix rising yeah
1: yeah memorials phoenix rising that's the one that i really would hope that that was gonna you know be there but
2: oh well i need to go back and play that so i played like maybe the first maybe 45 minutes of it and uh it's really interesting enough yeah so it's really good and you know when are we gonna see other things i was like i was wanting to see division heartland i want to see more division that's not on a mobile device for god's
1: sake please that'd be amazing but that's just not their way yet anyway i just wanted to bring that up because i I just that was something that like popped in my head because like i was really kind of like holding out hope to to see something about that because i thought that that game did did just enough that was where people would be like okay you know this is really kind of cool
2: yeah yeah i don't know was there anything else that ubisoft you're expecting to
0: see but didn't see kev no i can't really think of anything i like i said i didn't think it would turn out to be this good but yeah. the reason it turned out to be this good was because i didn't watch the actual presentation i just watched the trailers individually <laughs> you are the better man for it sir. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah we get to see all all the kerfuffle uh, there's definitely a ton of parsley on this plate so On there. No Beyond Good and Evil 2, either. Hoo-hoo.
1: I'm not expecting to see that at all.
0: That game just kind of looked like, it almost looked like a big, uh, like, Patreon from the moment that game was advertised. When they're talking about submit your art to have it be added (laughs) to the game. It's like, wait, you you want you want you you want the public to build the game for you? Are are these people going to be getting paid? I uh, yeah, I that that game said this, this ain't never coming out from the moment they started talking about it.
1: Unfortunately, but
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm on their website right now, and the latest news is from 2020. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can still join the space monkey program. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: space monkey program. You got them. it.
2: I know. Uh, so, back to Capcom. We, me and Des, happened to watch the uh, Capcom showcase. which thank, thankfully, it was a direct-to-video presentation. No live stage. You no know, anything shenanigans on there. So, um, for they let off the show with a, another trailer for kunitsugami the uh, game that was initially revealed at the xbox uh, showcase on there and of course they did announce it's also coming out for playstation 5 and steam on there as well so it's not going to be even though it was announced at the xbox conference it is coming out for everything under the sun and as an aside uh, everything that xbox shown that was japanese in nature is (laughs) coming out for like All platforms, both Persona games, uh, the uh, one particular game, the uh, ReFantasio is also multi-platform as well, just like we kind of surmised on there. So just as as an aside, but uh, also during the capcom showcase uh they also showed a few other things on here of course more exo primal news i know everyone's mm. waiting with beta breath on this, i am so. i was lamenting to des before we started recording the show that the open beta is available right now as we speak we could we could stop the recording and go give our impressions I'll wait but i'm
0: okay <laughs> y'all enjoy that but
2: mm-hmm. they also shown a no, new you trailer for Pragmeta and they announced that they are delaying it indefinitely to figure out when they're going to be able to release the game on there so it's kind of unfortunate but we kind of have an idea a better idea as far as how the game's going to be uh, they showed a lot more of Dragon's Dogma 2 uh, they revealed that the pawns are going to return on there and that you're able to share your pawns with your friends on there So, and what they showed looked pretty cool to me on there and I'll probably be there day one on there with that business and mm-hmm. uh, they also shown a um, ace attorney trilogy for apollo justice uh, that got announced so that's going to include um, apollo justice ace attorney phoenix Wright ace attorney dual destinies and phoenix Wright ace attorney spirit of justice in one collection and of course coming out for everything under the sun on there in early 2024 on that so that's pretty much all that was shown we were like kind of Hoping to see some Monster Hunter announcements to kind of, you know, see what, what was going on with the teppanyaki bet. But, you know, I'm, I'm not counting my uh, my uh, bacon fried rice <laughs> Just, Me yeah, because, because there's other showcases coming up. But for a good game, sure, boss, buddy. If for it to be announced and released before the end of the year, I might be looking at some free bacon fried rice and some some, spice, some spicy mayo sauce. So we'll see what we'll see no. that business <laughs> Getting see it. See what that business Anything from the Capcom showcase you guys want to talk about before we move on?
0: No. Mm-mm. It's good. Don't yeah, it Path don't. of the Goddess looks interesting. And, of course, you know, Dragon's Dogma. Fantastic. Uh, the, the, although the one thing... In, I don't know the one thing i was kind of sort of hoping you could do would maybe be do a co-op in that game i know i i appreciate the dedication to single player i do uh that's how i play 99.9 percent of my games uh but i was in a way i was kind of sort of hoping that there 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 would have been a co-op but I think maybe they felt that it might be treading on Monster Hunter territory too much if they did something like that, considering that you're fighting giant monsters.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: Still getting it, of course.
2: All right, and then, of course, uh, I did not watch this with Des. I just watched this on my own, but uh, the Xbox Game Showcase extended. It's a good, like about hour 15 hour 20 of further xbox business and so um i'll just kind of cover some highlights at least on here i don't know if either of you two kind of watch this afterwards or kind of jumped around on
0: this bad boy but uh, i watched some of it i didn't watch any of it
2: yeah so uh hi-fi rush to get an announcement for new content coming next month so they have an arcade challenge update on here so there's gonna be two new game modes on there new music and new player customizations and special attacks so it's for everyone that owns the game that's coming free on July the fifth. Kinda of wanting I've have not played that game yet have you played that yet, Kev?
0: I have not. I haven't I haven't purchased it. I intend to at some point, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Got it. Yeah,
2: I might go ahead and download it and see to fire it up and kind of check it out before, you know, the end of the year to get a better idea as far as what that game's all about. So uh, they had the director of Avowed come up on stage and talk about the uh, living lands and whatnot. And uh, it's kind of cool just to you know understand as far as what the game's going to be. I know that they stated that it's going to be smaller in scale, similar to... Uh, the Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds, Outer. Um, outer Worlds, you're right. Yeah, Outer Worlds. I'm thinking I said Outer Lands for some reason. So. No, you're right. <laughs> On there, but, uh, you know, kind of cool. Good deal I'll have to see, you know, even though the game didn't present well, per se, to some people. I mean, I'm keeping an open mind about it. Um i oh, it up. Are you picking it up? You're going to buy it by it or are you going to play it on games pass? I'm
1: playing on games pass. Yeah. I'm not the, the days of me buying an Xbox physical disc is, is long gone. I'm not doing yeah. that. Uh,
2: Towerborn was also shown as we talked about last episode. So they had a little bit more deeper dive into it. And so um, kind of cool to see the you know, multiplayer business with that. And uh, like, We talked about last episode, too, that it kind of looks almost Guardian Heroes-esque to me a bit. So uh, they had the ability for you, especially if you have an Xbox account, to sign up for their Insiders program. So I went ahead and did that. So I'll see as far as if I'm able to get into some sort of closed beta and kind of check it out to get an idea. But I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, 33 Immortals was shown a little bit more, and they had Phil Spencer on stage uh, playing the game with uh, some other people. This game supports 33-player co-op on here, and uh, this is from Thunder Lotus, like we discussed last episode, and it was kind of cool to just see the game in motion and see it being played on there. So, so, you know, does a 33-player multiplayer game enthuse either of you two?
0: Uh, I want to play it. Yeah. No, that that just seems like so much on-screen chaos. Like I can't, I can't keep track of my character in uh, four on, at, at, on a on a four-player Smash game. Let alone <laughs> keep track of my character on the screen with thirty-one other people.
1: Uh-uh. Yeah, and no, I think I think the only thing that's different that is all the- kind
0: of sort of look yeah. alike.
1: The only a different is the <laughs>
0: tape I think. <laughs> So I'm um, out to good on that. Yeah,
2: I'm out to see you. I mean, I'm just curious how it plays, so we'll see when it comes out. I mean, I, you can't go along with Thunder Lotus's art, though. I just like their art style, and just always have been from day one, so. Um, more was shown for Hellblade 2 Senua Saga, and, of course, no gameplay was shown, so it was all just capture studio, kind of like, you know, hey, this is how we bring this to life, you know, so. So nothing to kind of fight back against your um, assertion, Kev, that this game might just be a graphic novel. So we'll see. I was hoping this maybe see a little bit more gameplay, but we'll have to see once the game is finally released and maybe they'll show more uh, at the next Keeley extravaganza during the Gamescom coming up. So. But then there's, like, some smaller games that were shown. A lot of these smaller games were coming out for Games Pass that were kind of not um, announced during the regular showcase. So they have a game called the Lamp Lighters League that basically almost looked like they took Strange Brigade and combined it with XCOM in that same style. <laughs> so it's, like, kind okay. of crazy. But it's from the creators of the Shadowrun Trilogy and Battletech. Oh, wow. So so, yeah, this game, I guess, was announced uh, a bit ago and was coming out in October, and uh, it's coming out for Games Pass as well, day one. So it's out for other platforms as well, just in case you want to go at it. But basically, it is a tactical game like XCOM, but made in an alternate 1930s uh, universe on there. So you can imagine the same stuff like with Strange Brigade with like, you know, crazy zeppelins and uh, some huh. sort of like, you know, pulpy type plot on there. So it kind of... Sounds it, good, actually.
0: Raised my eye a bit on yeah,
2: here. Sounds so, Is um, it
0: in the boys' universe? Because there's a character called <laughs> Lamplighter in there. No, 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 it's something
2: separate. Something okay. separate, yeah. Um, They also announced a console version of uh, Phasmophobia on there. So I guess this is a four-player online co-op psychological horror game. You can miss me with that business, so... Right? mm No thank you. No thank you. Uh, but the idea at Xbox, they kind of had the sizzle trailer uh, with 10 different games that are going to come out on Game Pass Day 1, including such titles as we talked about before, um, Sea of Stars on there, uh, Neon White, and Minico's Night Market on here. Um, there is also another game we talked about that was shown in the previous like showcase the wandering village is coming out day one another crab's treasure um little kitty big city so it's enough enough here there whatnot that uh, might be cool especially if i'm on the fence with buying some of these games maybe to try them out on games pass and see if i want to play them on the xbox and Kind of go from there. I know some of these games that we're we're both day one for Sea of Stars does so I could yeah 100 for you that and uh I probably will buy that physical if need be if it's made available if whatnot but uh, I've been curious about Neon White so it's kind of cool it's coming out for Xbox because I might just play it on there versus waiting to you know pick it up on PlayStation so. But, uh, you know, what do you what do you think about the uh, range of games that were announced as? Uh,
1: Seemed pretty good.
2: They seem pretty solid.
1: Yeah. You know, good for
2: them. And of course, the rest of the conference was shown a lot of like, you know, updates for Fallout 76 and of course Elder Scrolls and all that stuff. And, you know, I beg to differ. I'm not even why am I even mentioning it to begin with? So, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know pretty, pretty much it. There was one other trailer that kind of caught my eye. It's uh, it's from Nexon. So it's a Korean, like, you know, basically free to play looter shooter. It's a third person looter shooter. And this is the first time I've seen this game. It's called the first descendant on there. So, and of course uh, looks very, uh, you know, free to play business, but their strategic boss, f- fights with four-player co-op and gunplay and looting and whatnot so you know <laughs> you know it caught my eye you know when you mentioned four-player co-op and and loot on there so mm-hmm. there is a beta coming in august uh, late august which i went ahead and signed up for and you know i saw there was playstation available so i did sign up for the playstation version so so yay me over there but uh Just like give it to me put it in my veins and they did have a liza p deep dive too with some gameplay are you excited for that game kev i wasn't sure because i know uh out of the three of us you play more souls games than probably me and dez combined so mm-hmm.
0: I-, I will probably get to that but it's i mean final fantasy 16 next week y'all Or at least the next week and a half or two weeks, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I don't see me jumping into this game right now. So that's probably going to be a Black Friday get.
2: Yeah, it's coming out in September. So. Mm -hmm. All right. That will end the Xbox Showcase Extended. And the last news story I have for this episode uh, PlayStation Plus announced their game catalog for June. On here, but they did so also and announced that they are um, also bringing out PS5 game streaming for premium members. So, if you are a premium member of PlayStation Plus, uh, they are coming out with a list of cloud supported PS5 titles that you could be able to go ahead and play on both your PS5 console, so you can play from the cloud. And also be able to do cloud streaming on the go. So this might kind of give a little bit of a window as to the good old project Q, you know, that the you know dual sense controller with the screen in the middle that we mm-hmm. talked about a couple episodes ago on here. That uh, you know, they are going to introduce game streaming, uh, just like Xbox, just like other platforms on there. So we haven't had a list as far as What's going to be available, but they are going to have PS5, PS3, 4, and classic titles are also available for streaming as well. So just in case, if you want to, per se, try a game and don't want to download it, you don't want to, like, clear the fridge out if need be, or if you want to play on the go, um, Sony is working on that capacity for you to be able to do so if needed on there, so... So that's one thing that kind of stuck out as being something that was kind of crazy, kind of new. Um, I know that out of all three of us here, we're probably not apt to play anything on the go, <laughs> much less uh, no. remote play. So uh, we have our own dedicated areas to play games and so on and so forth. But I uh, know others might be interested in this. as far as the actual games coming out in the game catalog, though, there's quite a few uh, titles. Though. Far Cry 6 is the main tentpole, but uh you know, Teen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge, and some indie titles including Encryption, Solstice, Tacoma, and then being introduced to the service day one is uh, Rogue Legacy 2, which is coming out for PlayStation uh, on June 20th. On there, and kind of cool with me because I own this game on Xbox, and you know, me and Dez played it one time. we were just like passing the controller over, and I actually enjoyed kind of playing that game, and. Uh, because I turn on my Xbox Series X so infrequently, I just haven't booked the time to play it and for it to come out for PlayStation and being included on the service is even better because I've already actually bought it, you know, previously. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of cool. It's being added at least. So I'd be more than up to playing it co-player with you, maybe passing the virtual controller if need be, Des, if you're interested in doing that. So Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, but uh, they... If you go and look at the PlayStation blog, they have a quite a good list of games coming. I think the this is the, probably the meatiest month of what I've seen as far as games coming out for play, play, PlayStation Plus extra and premium. I know there's, there's some games like Elix 2 that me and Dez talked about before. Redout 2 is another game uh, Kind I talked about that like, has an F-Zero wipeout kind of vibe to it. That I bought physically and have not played yet. Story of my life. So, so, but uh, there's probably enough meat here. I think there's more meat here than any uh, Game Pass offering. I hate to say, but uh, you know, I think Sony is bringing the business with extra you know, PlayStation Plus, at least. So,
0: mm-hmm. seems that way.
2: Plus, they did have some more classics. Yet again, classics are kind of letting us down, but they have Kills on Liberation, the PSP game. Mm -hmm. Worms. So, God forbid anyone wants to play uh, PS1 Worms on here. Herc's Adventures. You remember that game from PS1 days? That's coming out for PS4, PS5. And so, and another um, PSP game, Coded Souls, also coming out as well. So, Yet again, the classes catalog continues to disappoint, so mm. boo. Herc's yeah. Adventures might be a good playthrough, though, so we'll see. But if you guys have nothing to add to that news story, that is the Jabroni Gaming
0: News for this episode. Well, all right, so thank you so much, Jabroni Chief, for bringing that information to us. Game nights take place every day. Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We get together, hang out in the Discord voice channel and uh, play games or cook or do laundry or whatever it is that we that we have to do before being able to get a hold of a controller. Um, Really, the important thing that takes place there is we just get to catch up with uh, our community And hang out for a bit and uh, enjoy each other's company. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in doing, here's how to be a part of it. Just hit us up on Twitter at GamingVessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. Click our Discord link and you're in. So there's no waiting period. There is no Patreon tier you need to pay for to gain access. You just hit the link. You're in. The only thing that we ask is that you be a good person who just enjoys talking and interacting with people about video games and doesn't matter what your perspective on any aspect of gaming is, uh, all perspectives and viewpoints are welcome. You will not be uh, criticized or condemned or made fun of uh, your legitimacy questioned uh, because of your perspective in gaming. Uh, we have uh, people with varying opinions, and all are debated, but they're debated and discussed respectfully, and that's the thing that I'm really proud of what we're trying to do uh, over here at the uh, Gaming Vessels Discord. Uh, <clears throat> Gaming Vessels Discord community, much appreciated about that. So if that all sounds good to you, hit us up on Discord. Uh, special kudos and shout outs go to Goonie and John BT. Once again, the uh, 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 the generals in our uh, Discord community coming through uh, with really uh, meaty responses uh, to our main event this week. Uh, shout out to you, fine gentlefolk. And uh, as I like to say, without uh, though. Our, our fans, uh, I don't even like to say fan, that's the wrong word, just listeners. folks that enjoy, listeners. listeners that enjoy what we're doing. Uh, without you all, uh, we'd just be three old old yokels yapping into the internet ether. So big shout out to y'all uh, for your, your uh, continued participation in our community. Uh, so that is going to bring Episode 212 to a close. I want to thank y'all for rocking out with us. So, for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Lover, that's me, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. that Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief, you, you, man, that dove, you, you, which might also know him as a food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar, I'm showing sure off 71, a.k.a. Digger Doolamite. Purple bling bling, y'all. And we'll be back next time. Episode 213 for you.
2: Peace.